Shoop de shoop de doo. You're listening to the AP Annual Podcasts, not affiliated with the Associated Press. Shoop shoop. To listen to more of our shows, visit annualpodcasts.com. And to support us and help us grow our network, visit patreon.com slash the annual. Welcome to Now Available on Video Cassette, your favorite 90s movie nostalgia podcast. Uh, I'm Tom Hewinger, and I'm joined as always by my loyal and just brilliant co host, the head to my headless horseman, <laughs> Trevor Williams, everybody. Happy autumn, Tom. Happy autumn. Happy, happy fall. Happy, uh, you know, whatever. Harvest. Happy Harvest. Happy Pumpkin Spice. Happy Wicker. Whoa, another voice in the room. <laughs> Who's uh, that? Who's that guy? We've got a guest this week. Uh, this week we've got a good friend and uh, um, and Spider-Man. We have Spider-Man. We have Sometimes. Spider-Man. We have Spider-Man here today. we got Steve Custer. Hello! Happy hey, Pumpkin Spice, Steve. Steve Custer. Uh, so, uh, for those of you joining us for the first time, uh, because your friend was like, you got to check out this awesome podcast, and you did, and, and you here did. you are now. <laughs> uh, we're going to watch a movie that we haven't seen in a long, long, long time, something from the 90s. The 90s. And uh, we're not, we're not going to do any research while we talk about it. And mm-hmm. then, uh, it's then exhausting. We're gonna, then we're going to watch it. But this was a movie that I was really excited about when I was younger. I mean, right. I was 13 when it came out. And then we're going to talk about it again after we're done. Alright, that's how we do it. And this week's movie? Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> Tim Burton's. Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Do you guys remember the old cartoon one, though? Oh, yeah. Was and that Disney? Disney, yeah. I loved that shit as a kid. It's still good. It's, it still holds up. We should watch that also. Yeah, yeah. The, the cartoon. How, sh- how long yeah. is it? Maybe we could do both. I don't know. Oh, that's like, I think it's like 20 minutes long. Yeah, it's not <laughs> it's very like, long, yeah. but I know that the the Tim Burton movie verbatim the prank that brom bones plays on ichabod crane is from the cartoon movie oh whoa so that, so was, tim burton, that was tim burton acknowledging the disney movie oh cool or is yeah. it but is it also um part of the the actual legend of sleepy yes hollow? as yeah. well yeah i grew up fairly near sleepy hollow <gasps> what uh, which is uh near uh i guess tarrytown new york mm-hmm. uh, near the tappan zee bridge it's like right before uh you would cross the tappan zee bridge and i drive by it all the time Whoa. Cool. I've never actually been there. Spooky. <laughs> it's really spooky. You're like, ooh, sleepy hollow. Oh shit, I'm gonna go over a bridge. And then you do. Cool. Yeah. That's my story. That's nah. sleepy hollow. <laughs> <laughs> um so Steve, uh you uh good friend of mine. We uh, just finished up a show, sure Hand did. of God. You guys the did great theater. Thanks, Congrats. Thank, Thank you, you so much. And um But you also you do a you do a lot. You do a lot of theater, but you also I did mention you do uh, 
portray Spider-Man. True, I you, do. You like that you uh, visit hospitals and and uh, visit kids and mm-hmm. make their day. And Spidey Steve, that's right, Spidey Steve. You can look me up on Facebook. Uh, but yeah, I've been doing it for six years. I partnered up with the Hope for Henry Foundation, and I go to a lot of the local hospitals around DC and Baltimore, and it's great. I get to visit kids, help uh, be a part of their uh, morale and wellness, and also help encourage them to be active participants in their own care. And it's really awesome. And, you know, being Spider-Man is great because I get to encourage them about having great power and great responsibility. Both. Yeah. That's great. At yeah. the same time. And he's such a cool hero. And that's a really nice mm-hmm. thing to do. It is. And, you know, truth be told, when I first started doing it, I was Superman. And I didn't really have the gumption to uh, do it again not wearing a mask. So the mask is really helpful because as a utilitarian reason, uh, it's a good bridge between me and the patient that I'm visiting. As well imagine. as the more that I acted up, the more I'm like, oh, hey, I'm Spider-Man. Hey, what's <laughs> up? Uh, you know, my suit's cool, but uh, Mr. Stark didn't give me any pockets. So this is my cool <laughs> web backpack. Like kids <laughs> love that. And they immediately when I start like getting into that voice, they they believe I'm Spider-Man. It's wild. That's so cool. That is cool. It is cool. Anyways, but that. It's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to but talk you can about look the that up if you'd like. No, but yeah, no, yeah, definitely share your uh, your social media and whatnot. Um, well, it's funny because uh, recently Kevin Cole mentioned to me that he thought that I should consider podcasting some of the weird stories of my Spider-Man life. Oh, for sure. Like getting locked out of my apartment in my costume or getting pulled <laughs> over in my costume or, you know. The bad stuff that can happen too, like uh, inappropriate touching or yeah. someone approaching me and being like, hey, uh, you know, it's not Halloween or, you know, and which is mostly just like uncomfortable men on the street. Right. So yeah. things like that. Yeah. I've got a vast array of weird stories in my Spider-Man life. Yeah. I bet. Um, yeah. So find Spidey Steve on the Instagrams, the Facebooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, tweeters. Tweeters. Um, uh, listeners, let me be the one to apologize for the fact that both Tom and Steve have been speaking in a Texan accent for the past two months, is it? Ah, uh, true. Yeah. So, yeah, we really have. So they've been yeah. slipping into it. I'm going in and out. I uh, know, it's bad. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't help I'm holding a beer in my hand either. Well, uh, and the thing is, a crisp, keep... crisp apple cider. <laughs> I well, keep yeah, saying that. man a lot. Like, I've been like, what's up, man? Like I just, I haven't realized how much that's crept into my normal speak. I do apologize, but uh, you know, anyone out there from Texas, you want to send us some feedback. uh, We'd love it. Although the show's over, but accent work though. Anyway, Sleepy Hollow, Mm -hmm. the Tim Burton classic. This is ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yeah, I was thirteen when it came out. Yeah, I was. uh, I was pushing thirteen. Yeah, we're all the same age. Yeah, yeah, I think we're all. uh, I mean, besides 86ers. That's here. the one. Yeah, 86ers. Cross uh, us off the list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, I had a mega crush on Christina Ricci growing up. Uh, and like yeah. all not kinds the, of movies between the Adam's first time family. That's come up on this podcast. Yeah, Casper, Adam's family, yeah. Casper. I mean, yeah. Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. was. Oh, which, speaking of which, she recently did a glam shoot as Morticia. Um, oh, cool. And she really embodies the role really well now especially now that you know since we were born then and she's you know grown a lot since then yeah she looks like morticia now so That's wednesday weird. adams huh. to morticia adams that would be weird Just if they like did a that. reboot Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll say. Is, was is that like gearing towards that, or was it just know. for fun? I think it was just for fun. Well, it is fall and it is the Halloween season, so you know maybe Adams family should, you know. Be a thing. Be a thing we be, do. Be playing on TV a lot. 
what would we do original one? Adam's Family Values is also oh, a great TV show, show, right? Both great TV show, the old school TV yeah. show. Um but uh I love Joan Cusack in Val in uh, Adam's Family Values though. <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll figure it yeah. out. Yeah. But uh so Sleepy Hollow. I think the plot kind of speaks for itself, you know. Uh some strange goings-ons in Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. Ichabod Crane shows up. Now, played by Johnny normally, Depp. normally he's a school teacher. Right. But in, in this, in, he's in more this... like a forensic expert. Yes, exactly. Because uh, I remember yeah. he's got like those weird, like, uh, the mag- goggles. magnifying goggles. And like, it, and it's almost like, it's like, um, you know, it's kind of steampunky. Yeah. You know, it's like, incredibly steampunky yeah. back before it got cool. Yeah, right. And then annoying. And then cool again, but no, annoying. And so for um. us, like, Sleepy Hollow was 1999 emo, which was yeah. great. Um, yeah, 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 so he yeah he gets called in as like an investigator, so he's not the school teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, he's investigating what? Murders? I think he's investigating murders. the murders that just recently started. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and then Christopher Walken shows up and is like, "I'm the headless horseman," <laughs> that, and that was the end. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> yeah, and I think that if I remember right, I think it was the first movie that, based on like technology at the time and CG, it was the first time that they could actually show a head like in someone's hands versus like as a part of the cloak or within the cloak, yeah. like as a jack o' lantern head or anything like that. Because there are a couple other movie iterations of Sleepy Hollow as well, but. I think this was the first one that like technology had come so far that it was like, ah, I'm holding this crazy head, decapitated head. Wow. I know so there Tim was Burton a, is innovating. Yeah. There was like a Sleepy Hollow episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark, too. There was like a Headless oh, yeah. Horseman episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, but I, I honestly, I don't remember too many other details. Like, I don't remember who, like, who plays Brombone. Oh, oh, I do know who does that because that's Casper Van Dien from Starship Troopers. Oh, really? R- Rico from Rico's Rough. <laughs> no way. Rico. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to do that. And, hey, you boys watching a movie in here? Hey, wait. Kevin Cole, founder and and, and star of, of the annual. <laughs> and majority shareholder of now available at video just, cassette. Uh, that's a nice looking cigar. Pop in and make sure you guys were working hard. <laughs> yes, sir. Hardly Mr. Cole. working, right? Uh, hey, you know, <laughs> no, hey, you find it, Mr. Cole. Time, time to lean, time to clean. Well, Mr. Cole, I'm, yeah. I'm on, I'm on the, I'm on the clock now. You're on the clock. Of course. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever that means. I yeah. wish people could see Kevin doing this. Like he's like pretending to hold a cigar right now. <laughs> is, that, is that a Cuban? And it yeah, looks really yeah. good with it. Looks really good with his uh, Yeti cardigan. It is. It's illegal in three states. <laughs> just, just three. Just three of them. Right. That's not too. That's not too bad. Alaska, Hawaii, and the People's Republic of Puerto Rico. Oh, <laughs> Most of the landlocked states are pretty cool with it. Uh, Kevin, what do you uh, what do you remember about Sleepy Hollow? Other yeah. than you probably weren't allowed to watch it. <laughs> Uh, no, but then I found it on VHS, uh, fittingly, I think probably when my Blockbuster closed. <laughs> I, I, sold, I closed that place out. They were not a business. They were selling three DVDs for $10. Ooh, that's a good deal. Right. Especially back then. $90 on DVDs. <laughs> Take that, Mom and Dad. Take that. <laughs> you, you thought I couldn't watch Boogie Nights? Well, this Blockbuster makes a difference. <laughs> there is a reason you were supposed to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, all 
Adios, fellas. Good show. <laughs> Bye, Mr. Cole. Thanks Bye, for Mr. Cole. In. Congrats Bye. on the in the show. Also, Killed IO's it. here. Hi, IO. Hi, can I pose a question to you guys? Do yes, it. Please. Yeah. All right, so the one thing I think I remember from Sleepy Hollow, but I could be conflating with um, Gangs of New York, is <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I, I feel like I remember Christopher Walken yes. having like teeth filed down to yes. a point yes. and he bites off someone's nose, Probably. someone's face. He's he gonna bite him. bites someone somewhere and that's the only part I remember and it was horrifying. Yeah, that happens. That's and, all and I got. And, it, and all of his teeth are like filed down yeah. to yes, points. Yes, they were filed to a point. Which, that's what Hessian soldiers used to do back then. So, oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, so in, he's, in a Hessian, he's a Hessian soldier. Well, that's the well, that's the history and the lore. Right, the, yeah. the Headless Horseman is a Hessian soldier. Right. Those cool. were Bye. revolutionary. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Thanks Bye. for stopping by. See you. <laughs> that's why we should keep the door locked. <laughs> Teeth will file down to a point to bite the nose. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's unfortunate. Like, he's, a, he's a completely silent character in this. It's true. I don't think he has any voice in yeah. it except for like, he was like grunts and yelling. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So the I'm Hessians headless. were. I'm headless. I'm the headless horseman. I'm a horseman. I'm a... I have no head. It's right here, uh, but I, I can't recall where I put my head. I have a jack, hey. a lantern, <laughs> two mice for uh, a head. Fe- fell in a bucket of cream. I really, uh, I'm sorry to everyone uh, for all the the Christopher Walken impressions. <clears throat> well, not. he doesn't speak in it, so we have to speak for him. Yeah, we'll just you know talk through you know his inner monologue while we're watching. <laughs> yeah, Fast. I guess it would be in German Shit. though, right? Because Hessians were German. Yeah. Yes, correct. And they fought with the British against the us. Us. Yes. Against Fucking us. Americans. Yeah. yeah, man. They were basically yeah, hired. Man. They were basically hired as like the, the bloodthirsty mercenaries That's in that period of time. But I you you played a Hessian soldier once. I did. On yeah, stage here at, at the Maryland, Maryland Ensemble, Ensemble Theater. Theater. Yeah, uh, Revolutionary Christmas. I played yeah. a Hessian soldier. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had actually, a Barracks and Frederick, right? Ironically, when I was about mm, 15 or 16, I worked with a Chesapeake... Uh, the Chesapeake Theater Company down in Southern Maryland, and I also played the role of Ichabod Crane. Cool. Mm-hmm. Been on both sides of that one. Yep, I'll say. It's pretty <laughs> so, cool. Both sides of that bridge. So, uh, are there any other actors of note, really, in this? Besides Casper Van Dien? <sighs> the mean? thing is, is well, <laughs> he's the one that like mostly stood out to me. But, so uh, weird. But the Headless Wait, Horseman, the Headless Horseman is played by Ray Park, Darth Maul. Oh, or cool. Or Toad from X-Men. Which I know you recently Wait. quoted in one of our Dungeons and Dragons sessions, Wait, say which that was great. Again? Uh, the Headless Horseman is played by Ray Park. I thought the Headless Horseman was was uh, Christopher Walken. Was Christopher Walken. Well, well, yes, but all of the combat sequences are Ray Park. Oh, I so see. it's a okay. joint role. Okay. That's I awesome. Yeah. I which, which to be fair, when the head is on his body, it's Christopher Walken. When it's not, it's Ray Park. Basically, cool. That's good to know. Yeah. Um, the one thing I knew because I do a lot of stage combat choreography at the Met, and that's what I went to school to learn about. Um, is I know in the big action sequence across the bridge where Brom Bones, Ichabod are trying to thwart the headless horseman in this movie, I know that uh, Casper Van Dien broke his finger or like two fingers or something in his hand. And I think from being a B movie actor, um, he didn't want to say anything because he was worried that it might cut his part short. Oh man. And so he actually went through the entire scene, not telling anyone that his hand was broken. That. Is commitment. We need it some is. more Casper Van Dean. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Cool. 
That was more uh, behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's called dead air. We cut out before we put that episode <laughs> <out>. <laughs> Um. Okay, so let's talk about Timothy Burton. Yeah. Tim Burton. So this is a Tim Burton movie. Mm-hmm. Tim Burton. I'd say this is one of his, like, darker movies. Yeah. Like, in terms of, like, because, I mean, it's PG-13, but it's still, like, I remember I was not an immediately interested in seeing it because I just, I never really liked scary movies, or at least going to see them in the theater. Mm-hmm. And this seemed like that kind of scary movie. But then I remember watching it, like, a couple, like, a, like a year after it came out, and I was like, oh, it wasn't, that wasn't so bad. It's not too bad. No. Yeah. Well, I remember that this kind of being like the cusp of like when I still liked Tim Burton movies a lot too. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like it's right there is a the po- end there is a point in time where I feel like you go from like practical effects where like the town of Sleepy Hollow here is built for this movie, and that's I think awesome. that's really cool. It's so cool. And like the CG comes into effect when we're when we're seeing shit like the Headless Horseman or. I, I, like I have these vague memories of like a Hellmouth living in a tree in this movie yeah, as well. Is, Does he ride out of it? Yeah, a, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, he does. <laughs> that's what I was trying to remember. I yeah. was like, there's some kind of like hell mouth in the tree, and it just like comes out of the roots, and all of a sudden he's just like, <laughs> what's with the horse? Does the horse go to hell too? I mean, is it just a bad horse? It's a hell Maybe. horse. It's a hell. Oh, he got it in hell. You know, you can have like hellhounds. Yeah, you can have hellhounds. Yeah. But hell- you get those in, in hell, right? Yeah, it's a hell horse. So you go down to the hell farm. Yeah. And you, you go, go to the hell yeah. horse farm. Yeah. You get a nice hell hell horse. Yeah. You ride it on up through the hell mouth. He eats hell hay. Hell hay. <laughs> hey. Um, hey. But yeah, no, I, I remember that too. Like, it's, it's like Tim Burton lately... Whenever he makes a movie, I'm like, that ah, looks like garbage. Um, yeah. I just, I, I, maybe not garbage, but it's just, I feel like his aesthetic has just been done to death oh, by yes. him. Yes. Like the last <laughs> thing I really, really love that he did was Big Fish. Oh, yeah. Man. I think that movie's awesome. It I love so that good. movie. It makes like me cry. One. I, I got, love you and McGregor yeah. so much, too. <clears throat> it's like, got he's... dad stuff in it, so oh. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to lose it. I but um, everything really since then, I've just, like, eh. Okay. I agree. I haven't been nearly as impressed. He kind of went on that big Alice in Wonderland kick, and he I did, did not he care made for the, those. What was it, th- Alice through the Looking Glass? Or I didn't something even like see that, that one. Either. I didn't see that one either. I didn't, I didn't care. I didn't, also, the Willy Wonka was or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was way too weird. Yeah, yeah, that was well. And I like this role for Johnny Depp too in Sleepy Hollow because, like, you know, he plays like the aloof, weird, crazy, really well. But I like that he plays this like tight, milk toast. Ichabod Crane in this, and I feel like that's mm-hmm. different than his normal roles. So this, I still feel like, was a good stretch for him. Where nowadays, I feel like, uh, I don't know, I'm not really that excited to see him as Grindelwald, honestly, because I'm just like, I know what your bag of tricks is, homie. I'm with you. I mean, I was, I didn't need him to be Grindelwald in he's any of those him. ones, and especially because he's got weird Farrell. stuff. He's got weird stuff going on with him too. With I don't know. Well, you know, and that's funny because I just had a big conversation last night at the at the White Rabbit Gastro Pub talking about when can you separate the artist from their work. It's a great question. Yeah, we were talking about. Um, I love the movie Baby Driver, and right. I always forget when I throw it on. I'm like, Spacey. I'm so into it. I love the music. I love right. how Edgar it Wright. fits with the character of Baby. But then all of a sudden, boom, Kevin Spacey, and he's also playing a character that's taking advantage of a youth. Right. And I'm like, oh gross right i can't separate you from your art too soon too soon yeah 
Yeah, definitely. It's I mean, it's too a, alive. That it helps a, when they're dead. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> yes. It's, yeah. it's a I mean, whole it's, discussion. It's, Wagner, they're not benefiting uh, from it anymore. Wagner, one of the greatest composers ever lived. Anti-Semite. Um, uh, sure. Lovecraft. But, uh, but, but they're uh, dead. <laughs> and that, that that stuff aside, though, too, just like uh, just just taking the art. Uh, anytime Johnny Depp is in a Tim Burton movie, I'm just like, I don't care. Like, well, yeah, especially I, like, nowadays. And he uses uh, him so much. And like uh, uh, Sweeney Todd, I was like, why? Why is Johnny Depp in this role? Right. Um, also, all the fucking Captain Jack shit. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, yeah, I don't know. There's. I don't like. I don't. It's. I don't like the the characters. Well, I liked um, the first one. I liked the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh yeah, I did. I, I loved it, was it good, too. And then it going, kept going. Yeah. Once it kept going, I had serious reservations. After the second one, I was like, it's all wheels and spinning. Everything's spinning. Yeah. I'm done. What well, I felt. Yeah. I feel like too, especially after continuing that after the third movie. Uh. Disney was like, well, it's really Captain Jack Sparrow that's that carries these movies. But the first one to me was a totally ensemble movie and like, you know, Kira Knightley and Orlando Bloom had a huge part to do with the, that movie's success mm-hmm. in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. And but their uh, but their narrative after the first movie just got watered down and weak and it was just kind of dumb. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I couldn't get into it anymore after the first movie I'm with at you. all. And it, it kind of I think it changed directors too. I think it went from Jerry Bruckheimer to uh, Gore Verbinski. Oh, and, right, Verbinski. And that's great because, like, moving forward, those movies got a lot less gore. Hmm. Less gore. Maybe a lot more Verbinski. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what about early, early Burton? Yeah, oh, well, Beetlejuice. Like, okay, okay. Beetlejuice Be- is amazing. But, yeah, I was gonna say if we're talking like his early work, I mean, I like the movie Ed Wood. A lot. Yeah, it is very I did good. too. A lot, and yeah. that's that's when I'm still like, man, his movies were fantastic. Yeah, Edward, Batman, Edward Scissorhands. Oh, we were both we were talking about Michael Keaton, Batman. Batman. Both yeah. of those are great. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if you guys want to do Batman Returns at some point in time, that's something I really want to stake my claim on because that is in the '90s. <laughs> oh yeah. But the first Batman was 1989, so yeah. I know right. that doesn't really fit your rules. Right. I mean, but I will I mean, absolutely jump eventually. on Batman Returns. <laughs> uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Right, Danny DeVito. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. But Michelle Pfeiffer in that movie like, solidified some of my sexual orientation growing up. Catwoman. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. was so cool in that movie. Yes. Yes. She's and she has so much ass. agency in it, which is great. Christopher Walken. Yeah. Oh, my God. Full circle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah he, so. plays, he plays Max Shrek and throws her out the window. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Oh, did you? My bad. That's okay. And I'm usually the one that does that. Tom, full circle. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, um, I'm usually the one where something is said, and then two minutes later, I'm like, oh, what about this? And I'm like, yeah, you missed that conversation about that? <laughs> <laughs> so you can agree, early Burton, yes. New Burton. I don't even know what he's doing now. I don't care. Is that sort of where we're at? I think yeah. so. Yeah. But, but so... But, do you remember though? He's probably for us as kids one of the first like directors that had a style that we could latch onto and be like, look at something and be like, oh, that's clearly Burton. Well, you, you know, where well, it's yeah. not like you know, yeah. Well, as kids, we grew up and loved Nightmare Before Christmas, but then I later learned that he wrote the poem. He didn't actually direct Nightmare no. Before Christmas. Do you remember what his name is? He st- he he created the studio Leica, I think, which does like Coraline and yes, Box I Trolls. Yes, I was they did Coraline, yeah. but I can't remember what that director's so, name is. Yeah, yeah, he produced. Yeah, he produced it because mm-hmm. um, it's it's still 
referred to as Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Right. Brought to you. I wonder if that was something that he was like, I'm going to die on my sword for this. My name has to be at the front of that. Uh, does Danny so. Elfman do the score for this? Uh, he has to, right? Yeah, Maybe. I, I would assume. I think so. Like, they, they go together, right? Yeah. Tim oh, Burton yeah. and Danny Elfman. I love I love Danny Elfman. I'm a I'm a big Oingo Boingo fan. Oh I like Oingo Boingo. Yes. <laughs> I just said that the other day. I was well, so I, I had to shave regularly for Hand of God to play a 17 year old. And uh, the other day, I was just standing in the bathroom and said Oingo Boingo, and Oingo Boingo. Lauren John Lauren had no idea what that was. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my age is showing now. It's it's fine. It's. Uh, I mean, they were kind you know, of before our time. Anyway. They were before our time <laughs> also, also but yeah, like yeah. I, I think I found out because I was like, man, I really like the music to these movies. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. who did this? Was, and then yeah. I, you know, well, you go, you learn about it. The speaking voice of Jack Skellington is one person, but the, right, the singing, singing voice, voice is Danny Elfman. And yeah. I think that's remarkable. Like his voice is so good, which What's I mean, this? I wasn't surprised What's really. What's this? It's colored everywhere. <laughs> What's this? There's white things in the hair. What's ah. this? Um, well, season. I'm looking forward to this, uh, and like uh, like Trevor mentioned earlier, I'm looking forward to kind of like uh, kickstarting the the holiday yeah, season. It's our October. We're gonna watch some scary movies. Yeah. We're getting into it. I mean the the plot of this is pretty straightforward. Where does Christina Ricci fit in? She's, she's Katrina like the, Van Tassel. Yeah, and she's if I remember. I mean, Van I can't remember in this in this movie in particular. Like, I think at some point she's like a witch. Or something like she has she's like, like the markings. mayor's daughter or something. Yeah. Right? And yeah. there's like markings under her bed or something like that. Like that's mm. what I can vaguely remember about this movie. Oh, but... and Depp's trying to disprove all that bullshit because he's a scientist. He's a man of science and he has glasses that are weird. Exactly. Okay. When you have glasses that are weird, you're a man of science. <laughs> that's right. That's, well, I mean, the three of us are wearing glasses right now. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. of science. For science. Yeah. Science. So he's, he's going to save her life or something or, you know, like he's going to stick up for her because they're going to be like, which he's yeah. going to be like, nah. But he faints a lot in this too, though. He's all like, oh God, blood and faints. And then she's going to save his life. Yeah. And then they're, they're going to survive at the end. I think they both do, but they if probably, I remember but, right. But he's supposed to die because the cartoon one, he dies, right? Yeah. yeah. Or vanishes. Who knows? Who knows what happened to Ichabod Maybe Green? He becomes the next headless horseman. Ooh. But Katrina is, yeah, the, the mayor of the town is Mayor Van Tassel. She's the daughter to the mayor. And so she's, of course, in this time period, like the bell of the ball. Mm. And I think Brom Bones is her boyfriend Ooh. or suitor of some kind. But Ichabod coming in as the new school teacher. A little bit of a rivalry. Intelligence. There's some rivalry there. And it becomes very brains versus brawn, where it's like Ichabod intellectual versus mm-hmm. Brom Casper Bones. Casper Bandy. Yeah. yeah Rico's Roughnecks. Yeah. yeah. He's going to kill some bugs. Yeah. Um, you apes want to live forever. <laughs> so I have the box here, and uh, we'll read this before uh, we, we jump into it. By the way, today's movie brought to you by Steve Custer. Thanks, Steve. Because uh, Steve bought this DVD and gave it to me for Christmas last oh, year. Oh, that was Christmas last year? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, oh, that's nice. That's so right. First, I was looking for 90s movies. I remember that. Huh. So first we've got a, a Marvel, bold, exciting, and full of visions. Visions? Jeff Giles, Newsweek. So we're going to see things. Yeah. Okay. In this movie. Space and An American film. classic, Joel Siegel, Good Morning America. Oh, Joel. An ultimate Tim Burton movie. 
Kenneth Turan, Los Angeles Times. That's Looks a- like the kind of things that Tim Burton likes to have if in movies. that's what you're into, this is the ultimate one. It's going to have a lot of twisty trees and stuff. And white and black pinstripes. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be dark. All right, here we go. Uh, so this this is uh, this is also this is a DVD that has been published and put out uh, years after the movie because and you'll see why master storyteller Tim Burton Corpse Bride Charlie and the Chocolate Factory oh yeah weaves an eerie enchanting version of this classic tale of horror Johnny Depp Pirates of the Caribbean one and two is Ichabod <laughs> Crane one and two an eccentric investigator determined to stop the murderous headless horseman Christina Ricci monster <laughs> that's the one she did with with uh, Charlie Theron yeah, yeah. Uh, is Katrina Van Tassel the beautiful and mysterious girl with secret ties to the supernatural terror oh my god oh, my oh man this DVD includes commentary by Tim Burton Oh, really? Yeah. That's nice. He loves talking about himself. Well, shit. That's true. (laughs) He really does. Um, There's also a little picture of uh, Christopher Walken and his teeth. It just, they make me vomit. Are they like black? They're just, they're pointy and look scary. Oh, okay. Well, and I think the thing that's like really weird about this, it's not just that they're pointy, but like it looks like he doesn't have as many teeth as like a normal set of teeth. Okay. Like you, you're smiling right <laughs> Few, now and I can see and like a good, the, the right like, amount. There's a lot of spaces between the yes, teeth. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I don't like it. Don't like it at all. Like you just smiled at me and I was like, oh good. I could see a tall can top see. row also, of like nine or ten right. teeth. He's got like four. And okay. it's just like, Rant. I can well, confirm. Dental, dentistry was really not great back then, probably. Mm, probably not. They probably hell, filed that worse, down yeah. with a bayonet. I can right. confirm oh, that it is Danny Elfman who did the score. Hooray! And I can also tell you that one of the executive producers, Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Godfather. You guys ready to watch this? Heck yeah, Mike. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, all right, uh, all right, all right. We're watching this on digital video disc. You you watch it however you want, and we'll see you for the second half. Yeah, we decided to just watch Beetlejuice. <laughs> but halfway there, we're like, Beetlejuice is a good movie. But there were a lot of things in watching that that reminded me of Beetlejuice. I mean, like the the guy who basically sort of like puppet mastered everything together was that guy. That was because Michael was Keaton in Beetlejuice as well. Mike, what? Mike, Michael Keaton. Uh, no. Oh, uh, he's the the dad yeah. in Beetlejuice. And he was Van Garrett in this. Yeah. Wait, who's the dad? I think he was Van Garrett anyway. Is he Van Garrett? Oh. I the creepy very, guy? I wasn't very good at documenting the older Paris white Bueller. men. Yeah, uh, Je- Jeffrey Jones. We Jeffrey call him creepy, creepy Jeffrey Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. dude did. Yeah, super creep, and you know he's an old white guy, and he got away with it basically. Yeah, and all those like old we all white know. People, yeah, 
Like everyone knows. And all the old white people were masterminding. Yeah. All the stuff. Yeah, it was. I forgot uh, about that. Yeah, it was, it was like, like the elders, the village elders. Yeah, are, which, yeah. which were a lot of uh, great old actors. Yeah, Pal- really were. Yeah, yeah. Palpatine and in Palpatine. there. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Dursley. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Potters and a lot of Star Wars going yeah. on in this great park. Yeah, and, and you were right about... Um, Ian McDermott back at it. Oh, uh, and Christopher Lee. Yeah, Christopher Lee. Yeah, as soon as the movie started, I was like, I feel like Christopher Lee's in this movie. Yeah, he's and gotta be he's in the first somewhere. scene, yeah. right, or the he's second like, scene. Uh, he's the like, judge. He assigned, magistrate assigned Ichabod to Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, it's actually kind of a cool scene. He's like... Your your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to go to Sleepy Hollow. But he's also he's he's, uh, yeah. he's annoying the law makers and the and the, the the police in New York City because he's he's trying to be like a detective, right? And they're like, we don't detective yet. Yeah, we don't do that. We torture and we just put people away. Yeah. That's what jail is. Yeah. We don't try to figure out how things happened. Right. Or why they happened. If you found him in the water, he drowned. It's not a murder. That's <laughs> yeah. like yeah. one of the guy one of the cops is like, he was found in the water, he drowned. What if he was killed beforehand? He well, what who about cares? What, well, yeah, who cares? <laughs> what if? Who cares? Yeah, what? How okay. do we know? No one knows. So this movie. Immediate reaction, Steve. What how do you feel about it? It's definitely not as scary as I thought it was going to be. Like, in that... I mean, not that like all of Tim Burton's movies are very scary. He certainly likes the macabre style. But I, I didn't find this to be nearly as scary as I remembered it being. Right. Uh, to, to any degree, really. Uh, I was also really trying to like note how much the Headless Horseman was moving kind of like Batman Forever Batman. Always just kind of like <laughs> real stiff, really rigid shoulders. Always like yeah. I felt like everything about his movements was like the headlights were his shoulders. Right, yeah. he was just always like ma 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 ma. Yeah, it's pretty funny because we can turn our heads, but does he have a ghost head? Yeah, I know. That's what, that's what I kept thinking. Was <laughs> that's like, why well, clearly, well, clearly they have to use his shoulders because he has no head. Does he have a ghost head? Because so he can they, see or he can't see? Yeah. It's like they had to telegraph it to us, the audience. He can see somehow. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what they're doing. Like, well, yeah. like oh, I God. Mean, he's turning sh- towards me yeah, now. His right. shoulders are on point with me. He's looking at me. Spe- Fuck. <laughs> speaking of other things that, like, they included from just, a, like, a, I guess a screenwriting standpoint uh, was that kid. As Trevor pointed out. Oh, yeah. You were like... Uh, Well, there's like a whole scene where... Yeah, Johnny Depp's just talking to himself, but he's really talking to the kid. But I was just like, is this is the character there just so Johnny Depp isn't talking to himself? And he kept lot? asking questions that were telegraphing the dialogue too. Yeah. It was very much like, and well, since you discovered that, well, what does that mean? I'll yeah. tell you what that means, <laughs> <Exactly>. child <laughs> that I'm hanging out with because your parents are dead. Yeah. That was the whole thing. He was not. Yeah. Well, and then we get that little kid. wrapped up in a bow ending where he's basically just there, like. They're flunky now. Yeah, he just falls. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. wait. Was, he th- was he there at the end with yeah. them in New York? Yeah, he was okay. holding the suitcases, That's and right. he was like, okay. "Come along, little Maslam. The house is their, just down the street. They're ward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. he's the he's Robin. He's the Dick Grayson. Yeah. He's Robin or Watson. Yeah, yeah. Well, Watson Which, at least is his own person. Actually, mm-hmm. I would love like, and I'm. I mean, I guess we'd probably bitch about the five 
Sleepy Hollow universe movies that Tim Burton made, but <laughs> I do like the world that they built in the, in this. And it's I, I, sufficiently I, creepy. Oh I, yeah. Well, and I like the license that uh, the screenplay takes with Ichabod's character and making him a detective. It's it's cool. Yeah, I like that yeah. he goes from school teacher to detective. It is pretty sweet, and it still, at least in this world, paints him off out to be like a man of like mystery intellect mm-hmm. like oh you know we don't know that much about forensics yet or let alone like when he was like cutting up the woman's body and was like oh she was with child yeah and he's like talking about how he creates he created a bunch of his own gadgets and stuff and he opens up he's got his little alchemy kit and he he spreads some shit on the on the stump on the person's next stump and it sort of fizzles and it gets a chemical reaction. It, it tells us that it was one one solid clean blow to the yes. to the neck. It was, was like really what chemical? Fi- yes, yeah. and the blade was hot. Right, that that was cool. That's that's you know the, the it's the devil's fire. Yeah, it's a lightsaber. That I thought too. I was yeah. like, it's a lightsaber. <laughs> it's a instantly lightsaber. cauterized the wound. But what what chemical reaction would tell us that a head was cut off in one blow as opposed to many? Well, well I don't know, uh, but it sure looked like he just put some curry powder on it and figured it, it out. Fizzled. <laughs> yeah. It was very smoky. It was very spicy. Yeah. Very. Yeah. This is a very spicy cut. Yeah. On a scale of one to five, my my yellow curry was very spicy. It was a spicy cut. The um, CG effects were used very sparingly. Oh, so funny. But there was one in particular that was just ridiculous. And yeah, it was the witch. The googly the, eyes, the, the gummy well, bear yeah. eyes sticking the out of her head. Well, yeah. Out. And they did it in the same way with him, like when he gets his head animating back, back into human form, Christopher Walken. And he kind of gave that one, like, big devil tongue yeah, at one point. eyes bonking out of yeah. his head. It Everything almost just seemed up to goofy. It actually looked pretty good. Like, all the, like, the tissue and stuff like growing yeah. back like mm-hmm. you know for us for the time like look fine yeah um but yeah then you know that was yeah was like for 1999 yeah. that was good cg i mean like maybe a year or two after that was when spider-man came out and it's funny because you go back and watch that now mm-hmm. and the web slinging looks oh, awful it looks, it looks i terrible yeah yeah Danny I, but honestly I, th- <laughs> I, I thought it looked bad then too though yeah that's um, true but like Tim Burton's practical effects were always so cool, like Beetlejuice with the faces elongating and like sticking the eyeballs in and stuff like yeah. that. Like that's like he always does eyeball shit, but like it's just not the same. Well, we did know with yeah. the peewee with the uh, with the the trucker. Large Marge. Well, that Large was like Marge. that was claim that was claymation. claymation. Yeah. yeah, I love claymation though. Yeah. Well, and the blood in this was really stylized. Like we had noted yeah. that it was it seemed very orange. It looked yeah. like sriracha. Yes. Yes. yes it did. <laughs> yeah. Every time, like every time, blood was there was so much blood squirting. Every time, I was like, oh shit, the blood the the sriracha container got clogged again. That's all just squirting out. Yeah. When he was looking over the the widow windship. And the and the big, I mean, it, I mean, it really did look like a sriracha bottle was just like off camera and went whomp, right into his face over his little cool steampunk goggle. Oh my god! Yeah, I forgot <laughs> that it was it was a much more of a mystery than it was a whodunit. Yeah, you know, it was. Yeah. It was very much a not so much a whodunit, but a who's who be necromancing. This, yeah. this who be necromancing in <laughs> town? Who be necromancing in this town? Uh, I gotta say, I was having trouble following everyone's names for a while. I don't well, know. If it's just I, me. There's just so well, many. That's where I lost the, the, the all tr- the old white men. I was just like, okay, uh, you're a Van Tassel, you're a Van Garrett, you're a Van what? The choice right. of, of <laughs> Van Tassel and Van Garrett as being two prominent names. Yes, well, it was a Dutch settlement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, yeah, but it was just 
Well, and I don't remember the Van. Else. I, I don't remember <laughs> Van Garrett being critical to the lore. I only remember Van Tassel being a significant name in was, the old story. Was Van Garrett the old guy at the beginning that gets his head chopped off? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's okay. So a bunch of people get their head chopped. I liked that they showed the heads getting chopped off a lot. Like they didn't try to like. They show them. They're bouncing around. You see the gross skin flaps. It's yeah, like, it wasn't. Was cool. But yeah, but that was like kind of the extent of the gore, you know. Yeah, and then the squirt, squirty blood. Yeah. Oh, it was really cool to see Casper Van Dien just get totally dismembered. That like, was awesome. Straight from the torso, yeah, which was we pretty like, dope. He, I couldn't really remember how he died. Yeah. I was just like, I know he goes down in that fight, but... And then mm-hmm. Dumbledore gets it good. Yes, he uh, does. That was awesome. That one was probably he, the best death. He harpoons him through the church window. Yeah, with a gate post. And then he drags him out through the gate, and then he chops his head off. Poor Palpatine got bludgeoned with a cross. Yeah. yeah. By creepy Jeff. Yeah. Who and was se- shot. Who was just shot. And it seemed like, I don't know if this was like in the humor. I like the idea of Ichabod Crane not being like a traditional masculine man in the sense that like blood and gore freaked him out. You know, he fainted quite out. a few times. Yeah. I, I'm not sure I liked the moments that Katrina fainted. Like, I don't know that I liked that page coming out of that playbook being like, Oh, look at the, look at them both. They're cute. And they both seem they to both faint at the faint. sight of stuff. Yeah. I guess that's something that they have in common, but it seemed less useful for her character. Cause she had her own character traits. Like she's a witch kind of thing. And yeah. she can't really speak with a good accent. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Christina Ricci, not her best performance. I thought she was really right. Not good. And this is from it. a room of people that like Christina Ricci. Yeah. Not, true. not the best Ricci. No. no, not yeah. I wouldn't even say peak Ricci. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, Wednesday Adams is probably my favorite Ricci. Yeah, <laughs> Wednesday Adams in Adams uh, Family Values uh, when with they when they set the camp on fire. Oh my gosh! Yes, that's, that's peak that's Ricci. Peak Ricci right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's anyway. That's that's my feeling. <laughs> you guys know anyone named Ichabod? In real life? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no. I mean, I know I many men. I, I consider Icky. But icky with icky bods. Icky bods. Are there, uh, <laughs> any any Ichabods out there listening? Please uh, let us know. Yeah, what's that biblical? What's going on with that? Yeah, what's going on <laughs> with the term Ichabod? So uh, Ichabod's mom oh, was a yeah. witch. Yes, oh, she yeah. was. And he's having weird. He's having like trauma flashback dreams. That was an interesting layer of depth. They well, they it's sleepy to, hollow. So they just kind of peppered that sleepy. in too. Like that was. Not yeah. fully fleshed out. It, it's interesting. It, I guess it shows like why he's sympathetic. I guess to uh, a practitioner of witch witchcraft. Yeah, like the well, supernatural. The, yeah, m- many of the the main theme is like that dichotomy between reason and like the the faith. I guess, yeah. or just like the magical. Yeah, and I feel like in this case, when Johnny Depp says, "I've lost my." F- I lost my faith at an early age. What he was really saying is, I stopped believing in magic. Yeah, because yeah, my dad kind of. killed my magical mom. Yeah, and I feel like that's kind of what he said was, I don't believe in God or magic. He was like, I yeah. don't really believe in either because he watched right. his mom die, but his ma- his father, who seemed like a man of the cloth, clearly torture her in some pretty terrible ways. Because yeah, I mean, that was yeah. that was a pretty vivid torture room that we yeah. saw. Well, so I think he he. Uh, I guess for good reason, his trauma put aside the memories of his mom because he really didn't remember anything. Like he couldn't remember why his hands were all pointy from. Yeah. The, so he didn't remember that stuff. So he doesn't 
know about the magic that he saw. Yeah. All he knows is that the church is bullshit because <laughs> my dad killed my mom. Yeah, and he was able yeah. to use that as an excuse to do so. Right. And so then he goes on the far, I'm science guy, which is cool. And, I mean, he doesn't really believe in the other stuff until he literally sees yeah. the Headless yeah. Horseman, which is totally fair. Absolutely. Unless, I did like that scene, though, though, when he like came to in the bed and he was like, it's real, it's real, I swear, it's real. <laughs> and that Michael was Gambon was like, we told you. We to- everyone told you. Everyone told yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good scene. What did you think of... Um, I found myself uh, feeling a little wandry at times. Something about the pacing, I guess. It was a little... Yeah. Well, I think it feels weird because like, not much of the traditional tale really holds up in the movie. Like, like Brom Bones was a, was a footnote in this story. Like he got that, he had that one scene where he bullied Ichabod, but then he just basically died. Yeah. He pretends that to be the headless horseman. What, so what's his deal in the, in the OG? Um, he's threatened by Ichabod being a school teacher and the idea that, uh, Katrina is interested in Ichabod. And I think it's because he's a, not from this town. B seems not to be around here. Man. Yeah, exactly. Not, not from around these parts. Yeah. And, uh, he seemed to be a man who was like well studied, and I think Sleepy Hollow was small, and there was no seemingly good offerings of like education. Okay. So I think that she was drawn to him. Brahm saw that as a threat, so he bullies Ichabod, and that's why when the tale ends, you don't really know with certainty is the headless horseman real, or was, or was this just an extension of further pranks from Brahm? Oh, and interesting. Others? Yeah, because in the movie they show. Brom like putting on the headless horse with right. and, he, and they're laughing about and the pumpkin it. thing is from him yeah which would hurt so bad oh my he God. throws a flaming yeah. pumpkin yeah at his face that looked like some ghost rider stuff right there too that was pretty cool yeah 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 I mean it was, it was pretty cool visual but then that but that's it yeah he ne- they never really talk again until they're fighting the headless horseman and uh and Ichabod's like He's not coming after you because he's already figured out, like, oh, it's going after certain people. Right. And then Brom's like, it's okay. cool. I got this. I got this on Brom Bones. And, and his character name in it is Brom Van Brunt. Ah. Uh, so I guess well, that was a little bit of a nickname. Okay. Well, I think, if I remember right, Brom Bones is his, like, I don't know, the way that we call you Tommy Toon. <laughs> Even though you're Tom Hewinger, mm-hmm. I think if I remember right, his name in the story is Augustus Van Brunt. Oh. And then he goes by Brom Bones. Or maybe it's Abraham. Abraham or Augustus. It's one or the other. I can't remember. Those are both good. Yeah. Both solid choices. Yeah, good good old fashioned seventeen nineties <laughs> naming. Uh also by see. the way, so for people that don't know too, this was by uh, you know, an author named Washington Irving, the original Legend of Sleepy Hollow. That guy. Mm-hmm. 1820. Also, uh, Rip Van Winkle, Winkle is in the same book of short stories. He was like, it, and there's like a very oh like gosh. Grimm's fairy tale kind of yeah. vibe about it. And I guess he was kind of inspired by, by that as well. Yeah, because I think in the old lore, it's that Ichabod is missing at the end. And it's not discernible except to you, dear reader. Uh, is Ichabod missing? Is he dead? Was this a prank? Or was this something supernatural? Right. So I think the way that that short story ends, there's a lot more for you to decide. Cool. 
And so I guess the the, mis- the mystique of yeah exactly the mystique <laughs> of the supernatural is a choose your own scare. Reader beware. Did Did you guys notice that all the scarecrows in this movie were <laughs> unnecessarily scary? Yes. Like, yes. They're for scary crows, <laughs> not yeah. people. Yeah, I mean, crows the, don't understand scary faces. The pumpkin that was on the head that when we saw somebody get beheaded and the blood yeah, splashed all the over the pumpkin. One, yeah. it, that looked like the pumpkin at the very beginning of Nightmare Before Christmas when yeah. Jack comes out as the pumpkin king. That's true, it did. I am the pumpkin king. Also, when, um, what's his name? Brom. Brom Bones. Casper. Through the pumpkin. It Yeah, it did an amazing... Just like, just like he went straight like, at him, like frozen rope, <laughs> just like oh, just yeah. like he threw just a bullet. Well, yeah, how it was do like, you do that? Yeah, because yeah, like the yeah the the pumpkin didn't roll at all. <laughs> it was just a straight a face coming shot. right yeah, at you. Just like yeah. yeah. How do you how do you make that how do you make that happen? He was I'm really, really strong. Bra- yeah, really Rob is very skilled. Okay, cool. That was uh, it. There was an evil demon tree. Athletic. That was. It, cool it looked weird. like a cactuar from Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. It was like kind of yeah. posed. It also kind of looked like those like beaked creatures from Beetlejuice. The when they turn in, then they move their yeah. faces. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. That's what it reminded me of. The way that its nose was kind of going out towards <laughs> the sky. Yeah, it was very and it bled. There's a lot of blood in there. So it was like blood. that creature. It was like that creature was dead. heads. So yeah. So the the headless horseman. He he's he's in hell, but his bones are buried um, in this tree and his actual sword is sort of stuck in the tree. But when he's summoned, he, him and a horse come out of the roots of this tree. He's, he's got out. his own new sword, hell sword and an ax. Yeah. Cause he's no sword and shield guy. No head. Uh, because the, the wife, uh, of van tassel tassel. Ooh, stepmother. Stepmother was one of the little girls at the beginning who saw him die. And she's like, I knew right then that, I'm definitely going to pledge my soul to Satan. This is going to be great. And then, I knew that at the age of seven. Like, I'm going to see this guy killed. I'm going to say, hey, Satan, I want I want dibs on this guy. Uh, I'm going to use him to get revenge. Yes. Let um, me be your vessel. All the rich people. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like having uh, like a like a champion of sorts. Like, you know, how right. rich people would be like, well, my champion will fight in my stead. Yeah, so she's got Satan's champion. She's got his head. And she just sicks them on people in and order that, to get the will. Is it talked about earlier in the movie that she is Christina Ricci's stepmother? Barely. In, oh, barely. Well, she so does, it's she like does, a throwaway she, line. She does mention, yeah, that her mother died. Yeah. Yeah, and then when because she read romance novels. Yeah, and when <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? Um, well, when Baltus Van Tassel went like running to her in the church, he said something like, "Your your stepmother has been taken by the." By right. the headless horseman. I remember that, and but I remember that being like the, I guess other than her mentioning that her mom died, I I wasn't thinking stepmother, mm-hmm. but like oh stepmother, of course it's her. Yeah, because of evil stepmother. Because of evil stepmother. Yeah, it's a yeah. thing. Had to had to have been her. Could and have she's got a pretty good vibe like that. She wears like pretty severe looking dresses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, like... she was probably the the most busty. Of all of the females that we saw in the movie, well, like you're the, really paying her, attention, huh? Well, I mean, her bodices <laughs> were, uh, I mean, in my opinion, not historically accurate for a time that it was very deeply Protestant. Yeah, yeah. It, it just wouldn't. Yeah, True, wouldn't fly. I think that that was a bit a revealing of, for the age. Not a lot of modesty there. Really? True. 
But I mean, everyone was like getting it on in that town, though. Like it was crazy. Yeah. All the yeah. all behind the scenes. Even Emperor scandal. Palpatine was like making out with the servant oh, yeah. girl. Yeah, he was yeah. making out with the servant girl. A scandal. Yeah, not a scandal. Well, I mean, that's what old white people do, right? Sure, we talk the talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then if you have lots of money, then that, that's like what you do. You get old and you fornicate with people you can pay for. Man, brutal, brutal, brutal indeed. <laughs> What yeah. a future we have ahead of us. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just so, kidding. We're never going to be rich. <laughs> so, so the Headless Horseman, is he a ghost? Like, what what kind of spook is he? Is he I, a demon? Well, so his skeleton remains in the ground. Right. So, so he's not a he, zombie. Is he some kind of aberration? That's what I was thinking. He's something. an aberration, yeah. Aberration? Or, yeah. Aberri- apparition? or apparition? He's an, ab- he's an aboriginal. <laughs> um, now he's from... <laughs> How original. So an aberration. An, an apparition. An aberration. Apparition. An Appalachian. He's a ghost. You're saying he's a ghost. I guess so, but one that can... With ghost clothes. He is real... One that can lop <laughs> off heads. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's got a real sword from hell. Yeah. We have to assume that hell is real in this, right? I suppose. I think so. I mean, we know that that's where, at least where he's coming from. Uh, right. Okay. So he's yeah. going, going back and forth. He's got the hell pass. Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and the tree was like the hell mouth. Hell mouth. Yeah. Yeah. De- they were like, it's the tree of the dead. Yeah. Like, Why did he call it that? And the tree bled. Because it bleeds Which was also <laughs> wild. Like when Ichabod was standing over it, just hacking at it with an axe. It yeah. was just, again, it was more sriracha. It's like a weirwood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A weirwood with sriracha. With sriracha. Uh, okay, yeah, I so guess. I don't know. Yeah, I so guess. Hell, hell ghost. Hell ghost. Yeah, but you know, like I said, one that can can. He's like a, he's like a revenant. I think he's a revenant. Yeah, but you know from D and D because they have like it's yeah, the revenge. I feel ghost. like that would involve his his uh, his skeleton in some way. Does well, it? But have now to? we'll see now. But my biggest question white, now maybe? would be: so she she had his skull, which right. let her command him. So now I'm wondering, like, well, so what's to stop somebody else from ever having that again? Well, well he has it now. He got it back on his head. So does that oh, now? And just when mean... you think about it, it didn't. He took the skull, but mm-hmm. his skeleton, the skeleton is remained still on the ground. in. He just so wanted that, it. That's what I was wondering. So about. now is he free to walk the earth and murder whoever he wants? <laughs> no, I think he. Just and what if I took his, his arm? What if I took his arm bone? Like, mm-hmm. do I get? Can I command his arm? Well, everyone knows uh, that the soul lives in the head because that's yeah. what we see out of. Mm-hmm. And, right, and uh, the eyes are the window to the soul. Mm-hmm. It's your, it's in your pituitary gland, and then ah. when you kiss each other, you're sharing your souls. Right, I see. right, and so um, it's the breath, the life spirit. Uh, so she had his head, uh, his head box, uh, soul, soul <laughs> monger, and so- <laughs> and uh, that's that's where how you can do all the dark rituals. If you just get a, like a femur or something, that's not mm-hmm. like he's not going to come back to hell for that. He's like, fine, knock yourself out. So our listeners know that we uh, reference D and D a lot. Uh, they should know that uh, Steve is in our regular group that we play with too. Yeah, true, so. true. <laughs> and <laughs> after watching this movie, I think we're all mildly interested in taking up necromancy yeah, for real. For Actually, sure. Actually, I think we've had everyone on now. Oh, really? From the from the regular we, group? Uh, yeah, you know what? You're no. Yeah, we have. So yeah. Sam's been on too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't Sam, know. What Sam was, our, Sam was our first guest ever. What really? Yeah. Tall. He, he, was it Tall Tale? Tall Tale, episode six. Oh, I think I missed that one. I started going pretty ape with watching when uh, and listening when it was uh, Waterworld. <laughs> I'm uh, so sorry. Wa- Waterworld, Waterworld <laughs> was, uh, was the very first one that I was like lightning rod into because that was, like that episode was three? 
That was a movie that I liked a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, no, we we did too. Uh, <laughs> keep. Oops. <laughs> Oopie. That that might be one that we said to save your memories. What, what do you guys think? Should should people watch this for Halloween? Yeah, I think it's I think it's it's a fine uh, it's a good uh, atmospheric movie. Yeah, it's oh, I'll one say. Of, it's one of the ones that you know you can put on in the background. While you're carving pumpkins or, or yeah. doing Halloween shit around the house. Exactly. Like I, I think said, it's a good atmosphere movie. Yeah. Um, well, because, I mean, the, the biggest takeaways that we took away walking away from it, too, was we really loved the costumes. Yes. We really loved the set. Sure. And in terms of, like, the filming, we really felt that there was a strong, like, blue-gray filter that did make everything feel really... Ah, you know, for lack of better words, morose and yes. drab. Yeah. Foggy. Yeah. So foggy. Oh, yes. In Sleepy Hollow. I wonder yeah. how much they probably had to just paid oodles and noodles <laughs> of money to just fog up that set like oh, yeah. re- regularly. Yeah. That's a sufficient amount of fog. Thank you. Nope. This, that's too much. This is not enough. Let's give it an hour. Never enough. Um, well, you guys uh, you have any uh, final thoughts on Sleepy Hollow before we wrap things up here? I don't think I have any other notes. I, I, oh, <laughs> I wrote down one uh, one line that I thought was particularly bad when uh, oh. Christina Ricci is saying, you are bewitched by reason. And Johnny Depp says, I am beaten down by it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then I, that's and then the I, theme. Yeah. And then I really liked the <laughs> that, that like really dumb, since you said bewitched, that's what made me think of it, was when he was like, yes. well, Katrina, I do think that there is a little bit of witch in you. And then oh, she was like, but, but why? Why would makes you say that? Because yes. I am bewitched by you. Because oh, you yeah. bewitched me. It was, there's oh, a lot of that bewitched one. me. Oh, so yeah. dumb. It was, it was so dumb. It was so dumb that like they didn't even make out in that moment. She just gives him a hug and okay. she's like, okay, bye. Oh. Maybe that was like a hug and a pat on the back for like, uh, know, maybe, good, maybe, maybe better luck next good time. Good try, dude. It's, yeah. It's that funny. was weird. Ba- so based on the, the, the DVD case, it looked like it was like a very well-received movie. Um, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's far from perfect, but, um, you know, I'd still watch, watch it around yeah, this time of yeah, year, watch especially. It, yeah. It's, I, I put it on the, on the Halloween season yeah. movie list. And mm-hmm. then watch the Disney one too. Cause it's exactly. classic. Yeah, and the Disney too. one is truly classic. And the, are you afraid of the dark one? Just have a night, yeah. make a night of it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Steve, thank you so much for being on the show. Of course. Uh, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, I mean, until next time, I really hope that since we've talked about some Tim Burton movies, as well as, you know, you know that I'm really deep into superhero lore, I really hope when you guys do Batman Returns, I hope that's one that I, A, want to plug for your future, but B, also want to be on. And yeah, let's do it for Christmas. Yeah. It's a Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. movie. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, Trevor? Mm. Final words of wisdom. Uh, so, the theme of this film is, is reason. And so, it's very important to utilize the scientific method when you're dealing with a supernatural monster. So, you have to figure out what kind of monster you're dealing with. Does it have all of its bones? Just bones? It's a skeleton. Bones and some flesh? You're dealing with a zombie. Does it seem like it might have some need for revenge? Maybe it's a revenant. Uh, is it incorporeal? Maybe it's a white or just a plain old ghost. Is the ghost in a house? Maybe it's a poltergeist. There's a lot of stuff you need to go through, and only once you identify it properly can you know how to destroy it. I think that you have a book to write, my friend. I think the way that you just described that was in a very accurate way to be within the film. 
Thank you. And certainly use your reason and logic to check and replace your smoke detector batteries. Right now. <laughs> Rico's Roughnecks. Hoorah! <laughs>